Welcome back, gang, to another episode of the Dignity Dialogue. I am Joe Kittinger, and I'm excited to uh, to welcome you to this month's podcast, where our subject is and always is around the subject of dignity. Dignity, by definition, is to be worthy of honor and respect. To be worthy of honor and respect. So worthiness. I'm good enough. I'm fantastic enough. I can accomplish great things. Worthiness. And uh we just started a new um, a focus uh, on to help teenagers, and we call it the Worthiness Project to help teenagers. And we're working with uh, CASA. It hasn't been launched yet. This has been a concept we've been um, it's been near and dear to our heart for many years. And and uh, and, uh, and we're talking with April, we we thought we need to really launch the Worthiness Project. And our first partner to do that is CASA. And CASA is a nonprofit organization. It stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. Uh, and they are a volunteer-based nonprofit organization that provides a voice for abused and neglected children who are under the legal protection of the court system. That's what CASA is. And CASA is the first organization that we are we are building the Worthiness Project with. Uh, and so April and uh, another associate, Carly, have been working with CASA over several, several months to, to engineer how we can get teens, that's the focus of teens, to really see their worthiness. Because we believe that if, if, a, if a young person can see their worthiness, that they, they matter, uh, regardless of their past, you know, they matter, that they can contribute great things, that they're special and that they're awesome. We believe we can change the trajectory before they get into their adulthood. And uh, we're doing that, of course, through dignity. And so I'm going to pass it over to April, who is interviewing Taylor, as I am out of town during this interview. And so um, here's April. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dignity Dialogues. Today, I'm your host, April Johnson. Hey, it's great to be back. It's great to have all of you with us today. Why don't we start with a little word from our sponsor? Our sponsor today is Kindness. Are you nice or are you kind? Nice is sitting around a dinner table and not telling a person they have ketchup on their face. Being kind lets them know. Nice doesn't admit the truth, kindness does. Spreading kindness is spreading respect. And we're back. All right. Well, most of you know that our mission here is to bring dignity to the world. Um, and it is such an important mission to us. I know that you can't actually see it, but we have this giant map that sits on our wall uh, in our front hallway here at Profit. And it is it is the cool, one of the coolest things I think that we have in our building. And it just helps to see just how big the world is and how important our mission is. And you know, that really cool map, there's so many places on that map that represent a place that we probably won't be able to get to on our own. Um, but when we partner with other people and we join together with people that have like minds and organizations and businesses, it's amazing how far our reach can be for dignity. And so today we're gonna spend a little time with one of our partners. So please welcome Taylor Connell, our youth director, I love that, uh, from our Casa of Brown County and Marinette County, right? Yes. Both. Awesome. So let's welcome Taylor. Yay. Woo. 
the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's so great to have you here. And uh, we also have a little guest appearance um, from one of our very own profiteers. She's sitting in with us today as well because I just have a couple questions for her too. Uh, so uh, she is our project manager here at Profit. So hello, Carly. Hi, everyone, and April and Taylor. <laughs> It's so great. It's like a girl's day. All guys, don't sh turn it off now. Okay? All right. We're just going to jump in. Well, this is so fun, and it's so great to have you with us today. I'm excited. We're going to learn a little bit about CASA. Um, I, we were talking a couple weeks ago, and I said to Taylor, I have to be honest with you. I don't know exactly what CASA does, like all the details and, and just how this all works. I just know that I love you. I just know that I love CASA. And we are so excited um, to be partnering with you guys on some cool projects. Um, this year, I hope that that partnership just continues to go until we're both gray, because we're not. And so um, I'm just excited about all of it moving forward. So Taylor, tell us a little bit about CASA. Yeah, so CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. Um, we are a nonprofit in the community that trains volunteers to advocate for children who have been abused and or neglected. Um, so all of the kiddos that we serve have been abused and or neglected and are under what is called a Child in Need of Protection and Services order. Um, so they all have a juvenile judge and a child protection worker. Um, so our volunteers go through 30 hours of initial training where mm -hmm. we just talk about child welfare, how to work with children who have experienced trauma, um, and how to write an effective court report because being a CASA volunteer means you have to be objective all the time. Wow. Um, so we then match them with the child. So we serve birth to 18, we serve all of Brown County and all of Marinette County, um, and they visit the child wherever they're placed. So whether it's foster care, with a relative, or with a biological parent. Um, they visit once a week for an hour and then let the judge know how that child's doing. So what they're like, what activities they like to do, who their friends are, um, what's not going well in their life, just so that that judge has a picture of who that child is. Wow. You know, I had not really heard very much about CASA, um, and which I, I say, and I'm almost embarrassed a little bit because I, I always have felt like I've been pretty active in my community. But it was kind of a new thing for me. And so I, I'm, is it a little bit of a, like a best kept secret? It's a little bit of a best kept secret and we don't like that. <laughs> we don't want to be the best kept secret. We want people to know we want volunteers. We want people to be engaged with the foster community as well. Um, so yes, as much as we are the best kept secret, it's, we want to be not that secret. I love that. Well, no secret anymore. <laughs> now that I know, <laughs> we're on it. Um, so a little bit of history about CASA. It's it's not just a regional thing, right? You talked about Brown County and Marinette County, which are both really big counties, by the way. That's a lot to take on. Um, but like, how, how does this work? Is it a national thing? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yep, so we are under a national association, so National CASA Association. Um, it started in Seattle with a judge named Judge Soupcup. Pretty sure that's how you say his last name. Um, but he wanted to have more eyes and ears on the children that he was making decisions on. Um, you know, judges are making important decisions on the child's safety and well-being. Um, so he designed it kind of like a jury system um, where you use citizen volunteers to be the eyes and ears for the court system. Wow. That's awesome. Been around for a while. It has. That's awesome. I think that's so neat. Okay, so I'm going to ask Taylor. Why CASA? What brought you What brought you to this? Uh, give me a little bit, tell me a little bit of your story. So 
I actually, when I went to college, wanted to be a teacher. Um, I grew up always wanting to be a teacher and then decided that there's more going on with kids than just what is shown in the classroom. Um, so I switched to social work and worked at the Boys and Girls Club here in Green Bay for quite some time. Um, and I just remember still being like, there's something more. There's this population that I want to do more with. Um, so I did my internship with CASA and mm. fell completely in love with the mission um, and utilizing volunteers to carry out that mission was a very cool concept for me. Um, you know, I think these kids, they're so cool. They bring so much strength and so much resiliency into the world and getting to know them face-to-face and very one-on-one based is awesome. Um, so I, that mission really sticks with me. Wow. That's really cool. That's really cool. I know you and I have chatted a little bit before um, just about our mutual love for young people, for yes. teens. I, You know, I, I teach uh, privately and I try to spend as much time as I possibly can with young people. Um, and I just think there's there's so many things about young people that, that yes. others just don't really get and don't understand. And they're so creative and they're so expressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we kind of put them in a box based yeah. on you know just a very small amounts of information that we know mm-hmm. about young people and and sometimes we forget right that they have a story they have mm-hmm. experiences that they've gone through and um, th- this group of young people that you work with I know they are near and dear to your heart I know you love <laughs> them so dearly and I see that in every in every conversation that that we've had every meeting that Carly and I have been in with you you have such a love for it um, and you and you treat them beyond even dignity. I don't even know what the word would be, to be completely <laughs> honest, but um, but you give them such dignity. And I think that's, you can see that very clearly that that's such a part of, of everybody actually that we've met with mm-hmm. CASA. Um, we are entering into kind of this new project, or project, which I'm excited about, mm-hmm. um, called the Worthiness Project. And um, and it, it makes me a little giddy when I think <laughs> about exciting. it. Me it's too. Very exciting. <laughs> it's so very exciting. And, uh, and, you know, we're excited to get going. We're kicking it off, actually. Um, uh, and to finally be at that point where we're going to be spending some some time teaching leadership skills mm-hmm. um, to your to some of your students, um, also working with your advocates a little bit as mm-hmm. well, which we're excited about also. Uh, but you know, just getting that opportunity to share with young people that we see the greatness that's in them. Yes. Um, that's a huge part of 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 my belief. I know that is of Carly as well, and and Joe and Danica have such a love. Um, for young people as well, so you know we're just so excited about that. And and one of the unique things, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put Carly on the spot here for a little bit is is that um, it's not often right that that part of company culture is really about the community around you, right? And this idea, but our mission with this whole idea of bringing dignity to the world, I think, makes us think a little bit differently that way. And um, and one of the things that we love here at Profit is finding ways that we can that we can pour into the community. And so when this opportunity came, it, it was just wonderful. And it just kind of happened. I, I, I said earlier, <laughs> I don't really even have like an ex- explanation of how it all came together. It just kind of did. It did. Uh, in, in a wonderful, in a wonderful, you know, moment. And and I found that Carly had a real desire and a real care for young people as well. And so as two employees that worked together, it was mm-hmm. an opportunity. We learned about each other and found this new thing out. And um, and I kind of said, well, Carly, I need help. Like, <laughs> do you exactly want exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I need help. Do you want to help? And, and Carly, you know, jumped at that, uh, jumped at that opportunity. And I, and I just, I was so excited about it. And I wanted to just 
ask you to just share a little bit today about what is it like for you? You're you're a young millennial uh, in the mm-hmm. workplace and to be taking on some of these kinds of things, which is not necessarily what profit does all the time, um, but to be able to partner with a nonprofit and take on a very different approach. What's that been like for you? Well, I just think it's really cool because um, like, I've worked for other companies that just throw checks and they're like, oh, we're involved in the community. All we do is hand out checks, but like profit, we really we want to make a difference with people and we want to do something for them. Um, so just being involved with CASA, I know, like you said, April, we talk about being involved with kids and wanting to change kids' lives and do all this stuff. And I think that conversation happened on accident too. We were talking one day. I think it did. And we were like, and you were like, wait, you like kids. I do like kids. <laughs> um, both my parents are teachers. I've been around kids my whole life. So it just, it's like second nature to me to mm-hmm. want to help teens mm-hmm. and kids. And I mean, they're the future. So yeah. we got to do what we can do. That's for sure. Do you see some of the work that we're doing like this? And certainly, I think for other companies, right, um, that they, they can be involved in things like this as well. Do you see that as a key element to our culture here at Profit? I do, yeah. I think just, I know Joe and Annika, obviously they're super involved with their kids and getting everything that they do. So, it, and then the opportunity for them to see the see us see things and be like, go, yeah, go do it. You feel, it feels right, go do it, do your thing. So it's definitely part of our mission. Yeah. It, it is, and I'm and I'm glad that you see it. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm up to my eyeballs in it, right? And I, I sit well, in it all the, the time. I am in the <laughs> thick of it, and I love it. Um, but it's so encouraging to know that that others that are here with us and and the rest of our team also see that and can jump on board and and get involved in that mm-hmm. way. And so I I just love that. Um, you know, this whole idea of this worthiness project. You know, one of the things that um, that I really liked that I saw when we talked and talked about CASA is kind of that national um, awareness mm-hmm. for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And um, and that really got me, that really sparked my mm-hmm. attention um, because I think there's so many young people, so many, even adults, that um, when they don't know who they are, yep. right, at the core of who they mm-hmm. are, and when they don't have that ability to have a voice mm-hmm. and to know that there's something inside of me that is worth mm-hmm. more, um, they're so susceptible to being influenced absolutely by the wrong by the wrong source they want right to be loved you know absolutely every person wants to be loved and they carry this label of foster child or foster youth and you know they not a lot of kids have that label and so then it's they're looking for love and sometimes it's not in healthy places mm-hmm and I just love that CASA has that as one of their key initiatives mm-hmm. um, throughout the year. And we're really hopeful that, mm-hmm. that some of the things that we have set up within the Worthiness Project Absolutely. will help them to see um, that they are worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> that they, they, I always say, they have greatness within mm-hmm. them. They have so much to offer to their community. Um, they have so much to offer um, moving forward in whatever job, role that they may have, that they have skills and abilities and, and opportunities um, in that. So we're excited to be able to kind of watch these young people grow throughout the year too, right? I think, I, I think that's cool, cool too. 
um, I feel like I get an opportunity to feed into the young into these young people without necessarily I'm not an advocate mm -hmm. um, oh the day will come <laughs> I hope so I am for sure both of you. <laughs> that the day will come I'm, I'm, I'm like you know I'm ready to as I said like I'm ready to do ready everything to and, and yeah. unfortunately there's not enough time but and so we do things like this um, but tell us a little bit about how do people become an advocate yeah, so we would ask that you go to our website, which is www.casabc.org. Um, we do ask that volunteers are 21 years of age. They do have to pass a background and reference check. Um, and then we do an interview with all volunteers as well. Um, we do two trainings a year, mostly in spring and fall. Um, we do a blended model, so it's online and also for in-person sessions. Um, and that's, you know, we kind of take you through that journey of applying and walk you through what CASA really does and make sure it's a good fit for you too. That's awesome. So, all right, let's be real. Okay, how difficult, how much time, like how, <laughs> what, like, what's that advocate life like? Yeah, um, so I would say for kiddos zero to 12, it's that four to six hours a month. So it's that hour a week visit plus a court report at the end of the month. Um, the court report is a summary of what you did. If you could write a book report when you were in elementary school, you could write a court report, I promise for us. Um, but we walk you through that as well. Um, the 12 and older kids, you know, we have our Fostering Futures program, which is how we work more intensely with our youth um, who are maybe aging out of foster care and being on their own and teaching them those independent living skills and giving them, you know, ways to become leaders in the community. That, that's a little bit more intense. So, you know, you're going to spend maybe two hours a week instead of one hour a week with that youth, um, helping them apply for jobs, bringing them to events, um, different things like that. So we kind of can be flexible. We also, you know, if you go on vacation, that's totally fine. You can do Zoom, you can do FaceTime, you can write a letter. Um, so we tend to be very flexible with volunteers. So anywhere between four to eight hours a month. Oh, that's not, that's not so bad. It's not bad. Yeah, that's not, not so bad. I think sometimes when you hear the word advocate, Right, you, you I like this. I don't know. There's this yeah. big, big thing, word, right? It's a comes huge. In. It and sounds then like a court. huge commitment. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> a court in front of it, and it's like, oh, that's really scary. And I think we had a volunteer recently pass away, and watching how his youth talked about him, and how I wish I could portray to all of our volunteers, especially our volunteers with teenagers, who you know sometimes our teens aren't very, you know, thank you for supporting me. Mm -hmm. um, those words aren't available to them how much of a difference you truly make you know one adult in a child's life is a huge thing um one hour is a huge thing i mean any of us would be happy to have one hour of someone's undivided attention every week yeah. that would be amazing yeah so oh, absolutely yeah it doesn't always seem like you're like it doesn't doing like anything much, yeah yeah i mean when you put it if someone stopped everything and gave you an hour mm -hmm. every week to just focus on you and do whatever you want to do be pretty happy yeah <laughs> I, mean, I want to I want to jump into that maybe a little bit into that perspective with you Carly is it okay if we share yeah. the spotlight with, <laughs> with a it. different organization because <laughs> I know Carly is um is involved in uh big brothers big sisters oh, yeah. right yeah and so you have a little sister I do yes and um can you just maybe share a little bit what that what that experience has been like for you and and the importance of just that time like it doesn't yeah. take much um so it's about four to six hours a month. It's really not that crazy of a commitment. Um, I pick her up when I'm done with work for the day, and we either go back to my house and eat a meal together at the table and do some kind of craft. I always have to pull it out of her what she wants to do because she's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like, come on, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. That's her, I'm, Is she a preteen? Yes. She's 10, so she's not even really Very a preteen pre yet. Oh, yes. um, 
But, like, we started, I write, like, a list now. I'm like, okay, we have seven options. What do you want to do tonight? Like, you want to stare at each other across the table in silence? And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, I'm just saying, it's an option. But at the beginning, I was like, geez, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Because, like, we're eating dinner, hang out for an hour, and then I take her home. And she's like, it's really quiet and didn't talk the whole time. But actually, I got a text last week from my um, match support specialist that her mom reached out to her and said um like so and so really loves her time with Carly she like gets so excited when they make a new plan for the next week and it's making a huge difference in like I don't know two hours a week like I have to eat dinner anyway (laughs) I might as well do it with a little one so I just love that yeah I love that and and it just helps to show it it just doesn't take much. It doesn't. It know? really doesn't. And we might think that it that it needs mm-hmm. to, right? Um, but those times together are so important and so valuable um, to young people. Absolutely. I think it's valuable to anyone. I mean, mm-hmm. you ask somebody who goes and vi- does nursing home visits, right? They yeah. might visit somebody for, for 10 or even 15 minutes. And that is such a meaningful thing for that person who doesn't who doesn't get that, Absolutely. right? Who doesn't have that. And we talk a lot here at Profit about the get to, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I just think it's so neat when you think of that perspective of getting to do this, to, you know, you get to spend time mm-hmm. with these young people and, and have a moment where you can feed into their lives, Absolutely. you know, in a unique and different way and, and be really helpful that way. And I think that's, I don't know, I just don't know that there's a whole lot of other things uh, to do in this world that share <laughs> dignity more than that, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, and so I just think that's really neat. And I and I love that um, I'm learning more about it. We're learning more about it as a company, which I think is so important, um, and, and seeing how that all fits in our community. And I know that you guys have an event coming up um, that is happening um, April 23rd. Yes. And... Um, and uh, you know what? Share a little bit about that. I want to give you a little time to talk about that because if people are interested in in getting involved in that, um, that is a cool way to be able to help and support what you guys are doing. Um, maybe you can't be an advocate, but maybe there's another way that you can that you can help what um, what you guys are doing at Casa. So share a little bit about that. Absolutely. So that is our Casa Presents. So that is our um, gala that really showcases our mission and what we do and who we are. Um, so. So there's different sponsorship levels there's you know it's awesome to be in a room full of all of our supporters and share our story with them and april is child abuse prevention month as well Yay, so yes um if you're interested i would encourage you to look to, at our website or also reach out to our philanthropy director um whose contact is on our website as well that's awesome that's awesome i love it you know i'm reminded um of just my own, you know, my own story, right? Yeah. We all have a story. We yeah. all we all have um, a lifetime of experiences, yes. right, that happen and that mold and shape who we are today, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think back to um, to my early days, of course, of, of being um, a, a young person. I, I've shared some things on our podcast before, but of having a, a not stable parent mm-hmm. um, and, um, and actually ha- living with my grandparents. I was very fortunate that my grandparents were able to, mm-hmm. to raise me. Um, and, but living in a community that was not very accepting mm-hmm. of, um, of mixed races, um, it was a time, I'm a little older maybe than some <laughs> others, um, and so it was a time where it was a little, it was not acceptable, um, it was not understood, and so I think back to some of those times when I would have loved to have had somebody in my life 
that <clears throat> could have spent a little time with me to help me understand some of that. And so I'm gonna ask a question that's very specific. Um, in our community, we have a lot of kids that, that are in foster care that are of other races, other nationalities. Um, how, how does that, um, how does that work with CASA? Do you find that, um, do you need advocates? Do you want to encourage advocates that are of other, mm -hmm. other races to get involved? Like, how is that working for you guys? Absolutely. I think, you know, we want a variety of different cultures, races, gender, um, everything. You know, we would love to be able to match people that look like the, the youth that we serve. Um, but I think it goes even further about above and beyond that it's you know when we bring in employers to talk to kids about jobs it's having people on that panel as well that look like them so it's not always the same race or gender um, in every career field and so you know we're making an effort to really make sure that we are showcasing different races and ethnicities and cultures um, our volunteers are required to do a diversity equity and inclusion training every year so we awesome. do send that out um, either through National CASA's webinars or local webinars. We've utilized United Way's equity challenges, um, but different things to kind of really encourage the learning aspect of it as well. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. And again, that goes right back to dignity. Mm -hmm. There's something really valuable. Mm -hmm. yep. It's huge to you know be able to say, like, that person looks like me, and they're doing something that may be different than what I know. Um, and I think that's sometimes the biggest thing for our kids is they're used to a lot of female social workers coming into their life and they may not have somebody that looks like them or is even the same gender as them. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Um, so I think, well, I think the appropriate question to ask <laughs> now is like, how do we get on board? Like how, how do we support what CASA is doing? Is there um, ways that we can, that's certainly monetary, but other yeah. things that we can do to support CASA? Yeah. Um, so volunteering is absolutely, we need volunteers. Uh, monetary support is awesome as well, but then also help us spread the word. You know, we are the best kept secret right now, so help us change that to you know about us. So tell your friends, tell family, like us on Facebook, share a post. Um, just really help us encourage others to learn about us as well. That's awesome. Give your website one more time. www.casabc.org www.casa, C-A-S-A, right? Yep. Dot org. B-C dot org. B-C dot org. <laughs> yeah, now I messed the whole thing up. They're not going to let me host again. That's what this means. They're not going to let me host again. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. I just love it. I just love it. I love what you guys are doing. Um, please know that uh, Profit is so excited. We're excited to work with To you be guys. partnered with you guys. Um, and we're so excited to help help bring dignity to these young people. I have to just quote what Joe said when we when we told him we were ready to get started and kick <laughs> off and the kids were going to be coming and we're going to be we're going to be teaching them some leadership skills and some personal skills and and Joe was like, "Oh, bring them in. We're just going to love them." <laughs> and and I just think it it just explains just our our excitement and enjoyment that we're going to have being partnered with you guys. So, thanks for coming in today. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you for doing what you guys do. Um, Give everybody over there some big profit hugs. Um, and uh, and you know what? Next time, um, I don't know what's next, actually. But I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And if Carly doesn't know, it means 
that it's a surprise because she's our project manager. So um, so please uh, join in next time. There'll be another Dignity Dialogues. I'm sure Joe's going to be back after this one especially. Um, so uh, please um, enjoy. Uh, get out there. Um, show kindness. Uh, treat people with dignity. And uh, take care of yourselves. And we'll see you next time on Dignity Dialogues. Bye.